Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Listeners, welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. My name is Ahmad and I am your host. It is Sunday, September 27th, and you already know what it is. This is Thinking Outside the Boombox. Welcome back. Um, I'm excited to be here for another episode. I'm excited for the Dig Deeper segment this week. Um... I'm sure most of you already know, but for the past um, two weeks, this is the third week, um, I have been doing my 20 in 20 series, which was a series I created that uses objective data with a little bit of subjective opinion um, to rank the 20 best artists in their 20s, the 20 in 20 series. And I've been doing that for R&B and hip hop. The last two weeks, I revealed all 20 spots for the R&B artists. Kalani came in at number one. Um, This week, hip-hop enters the limelight, enters the spotlight. Um, In the Dig Deeper segment for this week, I will be revealing the bottom 10 spots uh, from the hip-hop list in the 20 and 20 series. So I'm very excited about that. Going to hit you with a song of the week and the press play segment where um, I let you know about all of the hip-hop and R&B news that you need to know about since the last episode. Uh, one thing of note, um, I jumped the gun a little bit in updating my computer software. Um, I thought I thought it had been released, but I forgot I was a part of a beta program, so I really downloaded and updated my computer to the beta software. Um, which isn't um, completely f- like ready with OBS, which is the software that I use to host my podcast on Twitch. So 
OBS doesn't work. Um, I can't go back to the past software. So I'm pretty sure the official version will be released at some point this year. But until that happens, um, I won't be able to stream live. I won't be able to stream the podcast live on Twitch. Um, so I'm going back to the old school method, <laughs> old school for me, um, which is just recording the audio. So, you know, obviously, you know that if you're listening to this, um, the, only the audio version is available, but it's available everywhere. Um, you know, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, literally everywhere. Um, so, you know, it's all good. Um, I you know, was, you know, really excited about being able to create a bunch of like slides and stuff, as you know, if you saw the video for the first, the first episode in the series, but it's all good. Um, what I will say is definitely just check out the podcast newsletter, but because since I cannot, um, put those slides, you know, up live when I'm doing my Twitch stream or on the like Twitch VOD, the video, um, I have included the like ranking slides that I created in the podcast newsletter. Um, so while I'm talking about that, you can get the podcast newsletter um, in two ways. And what the podcast newsletter is, um, everything that I talk about in each episode, if I talk about a new song, a new music video, a new performance, the links to all of that will be in the podcast newsletter. I drop the newsletter um, every week after the episode airs. Um, so after, you know, if you're listening to this, since it's just audio version, it's already out now. Um, so if you sign up for the mailing list, you get the podcast newsletter in your inbox after every episode. You also on every Wednesday of every month, get a curated playlist. So that's dope. Do that. Um, and so the podcast newsletters, you know, for the rest of the series are extra tight because you got those slides in there. So, um, yeah, so sign up for the podcast newsletter. If you go to thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com, put your email in right there on the homepage, boom, you're signed up for the mailing list. If you don't want to be on the mailing list, you can just go to the newsletter tab on thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com, and all the newsletters are there. So without any further ado, let's jump into the song of the week. The song of the week for this week um is from 2000 the year 2000 um i had forgotten about this song i feel like i heard it when i was um when i was young like when i was in my my teens i feel like i heard this song it's by tamia but i was reintroduced to it um because my wife was playing it um and this song is great the song of the week is stranger in my house by tamia came out in 2000 and it's just a fantastic R&B song. Um, some information about it. It was originally written for Tony Braxton. Um, it was written by Shay Jones and Shep Crawford. And they wrote it for Tony Braxton. Tony didn't want it. So when Crawford was, you know, commissioned to, like, help Tamia with her album, um, her second studio album, A New Day, he brought this song with him. She loved it. Um, and it ended up becoming her first top 10 hit on the Hot 100 chart. Um, Crawford wrote it um, because he was inspired by the surprise ending of the movie The Sixth Sense. And so he wanted to kind of make a song 
that had like a twist to it. And so the entire song of Stranger in My House is to me talking about how, you know, she's got this partner who is acting different and, you know, there's like a stranger in her house because the person that she once knew um, is no longer there because they're acting different. And then, you know, I've always said that most R&B songs, a lot of R&B songs are great if they have a really good bridge that takes it to another level. And this song has that because in the bridge, to me, it like flips everything and is like, yo, hold up. What if there's not a stranger in my house? What if it's that you remain the same and I have wanted better for myself and I'm the one that has changed so drastically? And it's like, yo, that's deep. That's deep to me. <laughs> and so, and Shep Crawford, since he, he probably wrote it. Um, so, and you know, the way it's delivered is amazing. It's 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 that classic 2000s R&B feel to it. The strings make it like so dramatic. The orchestration, it's a dope song. So the song of the week for this week is Stranger in My House by Tamia. Without any further ado, let's jump into the press play segment. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is now time for the Press Play segment. Um, The Press Play segment is separated into three parts. There's things that you should check out. That's where I hit you with the new songs, the new music videos, the new performances that have come out in the culture, in the two genres. The rumor mill and the announcements. These are announcements by artists. Um, You know, their labels, you know, some rumors that are floating around that may not end up being true. But if they are, you know, I want to make sure you heard it here first. And then the upcoming and recently released albums. These are albums that have released um, since the last episode and ones that are coming out, you know, in the next month that I think that you should definitely have on your radar. Um, So let's get into the things they should check out. As I mentioned earlier, everything I talk about in this episode will be in the podcast newsletter. Um, so first up, Amine, as you know, he dropped off his album Limbo uh, a few months ago. Um, and so he was on Jimmy Kimmel doing a performance and, you know, staying true to, you know, keeping these performances, you know, socially distanced and not being inside and all of that. He performed uh, songs from his album In a Hot Air Balloon. Um, he performed Woodlawn and Burden, both dope songs from his uh, limbo album in a hot air balloon on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, Conway, the machine, one of the members of Griselda, he dropped, he's dropped off, um, one of the best albums of the year, uh, a couple weeks ago. It's called from King to a God. It's really dope. Um, and so he did a tiny desk from home performance. Um, essentially tiny desk is a, a show by NPR where, you know, before the pandemic, they would get artists into the NPR offices to perform intimate sets of like three to four songs. Um, it's usually really dope. Um, some of the best performances I've seen from some artists were in their Tiny Desk performances. Since the pandemic, they've been doing it in different ways. They've been doing like Tiny Desk from home, which not, isn't necessarily the artists at their home, but they're just like not in the the tiny desk offices they might be in their own little bubble and they send the performances in so conway the machine did one and he performed a lot of songs from his album from king to a god it's super dope definitely check that out um alicia keys did a color show color show is this youtube channel um i've talked about it a lot on this podcast before where they get an artist in to perform one song 
um, and the entire space is curated for like one or like two like bold colors. Um, and the only thing in the room is the artist and a microphone, maybe like a stool or something. Um, so Alicia Keys did a color show. Um, it was just, she had her piano, um, and she performed her song three hour drive from her Alicia album, which just dropped like last week or a couple weeks ago. And three hour drive is a song that features Samfa, but she brought Sir along to the color show and Sir, um, took Sanfa's spot, and the song is so dope. The song was dope with Sanfa, but Sir takes it to another level in this live performance, so definitely check out Alicia Keys' Color Show. Um, some new music videos, Bryson Tiller, he dropped off um, a deluxe uh, edition of Trap Soul, which came out years ago, like five years ago, um, but he's prepping for his third studio album release serenity so he dropped off the deluxe edition of trap soul he also released a music video for right my wrongs which i believe is the last song on trap soul um so he dropped off a music video for that um it's tight it definitely you know gets into the spirit of that song in the album um another music video travis scott dropped off a new single called franchise with young thug and m.i.a which is a very interesting combination of artists but it works and the entire music video was filmed in michael jordan's chicago mansion so that was actually kind of dope especially being from chicago to see some of those historic um things in a travis scott video so check that out um anderson pock and rick ross dropped off a new music video for their song cut him in it's hilarious it's you know king bach is in it the comedian Anderson Pock and Ross are pretending like they're in high school, which is comedy in itself. Um, so check out that music video. The song itself is dope. Anything Anderson Pock touches, you know, you know, recently has been pretty much gold. Um, so check that out. Reason from TDE dropped off a new single. Well, a couple new singles actually. Um, so he dropped off a single called sauce with vince staples um just the other day i think this is actually going to be on the album it's dope but the song that i really want you to check out is called the soul part two um this isn't going to be on the album but you know he's in album mode and he released it to you know get us ready because reason is definitely dropping that album this year it's dope like he is spitting he is really in album mode right now um, the boy's got bars, and if his album is anything like what we've been getting in these Lucy's, then it's gonna be special. So, check out Reason's new song, The Soul Part 2. Bryson Tiller, also in album mode, he dropped off a new song called Always Forever. It's pretty decent, you know, he's really just, you know, making sure that he's still on our minds because he's dropping that album. I would imagine, let's see, it's September 27th. I would imagine we get Bryson's album by the end of October. Um, I don't think October ends without us getting Bryson Tiller's new album. Um, so, you know, he's dropping a new song to to make sure that we're ready because, you know, he said he wouldn't drop this until he was ready. And so that means that this has got to be some heat, right? Right, right, Bryson? Right? Is it some heat? Oh, okay, I, I hope so. Um, so, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, rumor mill in the announcements um saturday night live is coming back on october 3rd which i believe is actually next saturday um chris rock is hosting and megan the stallion will be the musical guest so you know i think megan's is ready to like really leave this tory lane's bs behind and her being the musical guest for snl is huge for her career so i'm excited for that 
Um, West Side Gun from Griselda apparently mentioned that he was going to retire at the end of 2020, and he is staying true to that. Um, he confirmed that, you know, he's only got three months left in 2020 before he hangs it up, but that it will be a dope three months. Like, the homie has already dropped, like, three or, three or four projects this year. So, um, you know, I, honestly, it, it, it makes sense for him him to hang it up. Uh, right now but he's he's definitely made an impact this year so look out for some more west side gun albums dropping you know pretty soon probably um run the jewels um announced that they will be performing run the jewels for in its entirety on october 10th at 11 p.m central on adult swim um as kind of like a voting initiative um to get people to vote and all of that is sponsored by adult swim and ben and jerry's so check that out um, Big Sean confirmed he and Janae Aiko are working on a new 2088 album. I definitely saw that coming, especially since they're back together. Um, so that's going to be some heat. The Weeknd hinted at a new album after quarantine. Who knows when the pandemic will be over, so maybe we'll get that in a year and a half. Um, Future and Lil Uzi Vert teased a joint mixtape called Astronauts, um, which is something that I think they've teased before. So we'll see um, if that materializes before the end of the year. Um, upcoming recently released albums, uh, this past Friday, 2 James was supposed to release his album, so help me God, that didn't happen, so, I don't know, maybe we'll see that in a few weeks, maybe there was something that just couldn't get cleared before the release, I don't know, but everybody else that was supposed to drop, dropped. Action Bronson dropped off his Only for Dolphins album, it's actually pretty tight, um, ASAP Ferg dropped off Floor Seats to his album. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but I've heard good things about a few songs on it. Like I mentioned, Bryson Tiller dropped off a deluxe edition of Trap Soul. It has four new songs on it, including a remix of Rambo um, with The Weeknd. Um, Little Wayne dropped off the Carter 5 deluxe edition, which he added 10 songs to, and it is now over two hours long. Um Public Enemy did drop off their album, What You Gonna Do When The Grid Goes Down. I'm excited to listen to that. Spillage Village dropped off their album, Spilligion. It is dope. Um, it's so musical, like lots of instrumentation and lots of just like dope, like vocals and harmonies. It's just a really like sonically beautiful album. Um, Mariah Carey on, on October 2nd, so this upcoming Friday, is supposed to be dropping off her album, The Rarities. And YG is also supposed to be dropping off his album, My Life 400, um, which apparently is inspired by Tupac. Um, so, yeah, those are the new um, albums coming out and the ones that were released this past week. Um, that's it for the Press Play segment. Without any further ado, let's jump into the Dig Deeper segment. <laughs> Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It's now time for the Dig Deeper segment. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, this week in the Dig Deeper segment, I will be revealing rankings number 11 through 20 for the hip-hop artists in the 20 and 20 series, which ranks the 20 best artists in their 20s. Um, The last two weeks, I unveiled the 20 artists for R&B, this time it's time to get started with hip hop. Um, I'm very excited for this one. I'm loving the way the list turned out. Um, I'm very excited for that. 
please definitely get the podcast newsletter um, because the visuals that I created to go along with this, um, you know, the live stream that I can't do anymore, um, I put those in the newsletter. So definitely, definitely check that out. Um, So how this is going to go down is I am going to start with ranking number 20, um, count down to 11, and then next week I will start with 10 and count down to 1, and then I'll also, you know, talk about, you know, the series as a whole and, you know, some stats and just some some things like that. Um, So let's get into it. Let's start with number 20. The number 20 artist in their 20s is Gunna. Uh, Gunna is 27 years old. He hails from College Park, Georgia. Um, He secured the last spot on this list with a 2020 score of 35.2. And actually, um, let me just remind you how the 2020 score was calculated. There's three um, categories that artists are judged on. Popularity. Um, which is like YouTube views, Instagram followers, Twitter followers, success, which is a number of a lot of things like Grammy wins and nominations, Billboard chart uh, success, uh, album certifications like gold, platinum, stuff like that. And then quality. For quality, artists get points um, based off of Metacritic scores. Um, They get... Points for average albums, good albums, great albums, and excellent albums, um, which is determined by a certain threshold of score in Metacritic. And then there's also the subjective rating where I ranked all of the artists in contention for hip hop um, where they and that's just based off of like how I feel about them as an artist and where they ranked. They got a certain amount of points that was added to their quality score just so that I can get my subjective opinion included into their score. Um, success, uh, quality is 50% of the score, success 30, popularity 20, they get a 20 and 20 score. So back to the number 20 artist Gunna, he had a 2020 score of 35.2. Um, that score would have earned him the 11th spot on the R&B list, but you'll see these hip hop artists outpace most of the R&B artists at every turn. The genre is just so much bigger. Um, Gunna's been making music since 2008. And he met Young Thug through a mutual friend in 2015 after being featured on a Young Thug song from Young Thug's Project Jeffrey in 2016. He really kicked his career into gear. Um, Gunna found his place in an already oversaturated trap genre because fans connected with his music plus collaborations with solidified artists like Young Thug and Future put his name out there. Not to mention, he found the peanut butter to his jelly with Lil Baby. Um, Their collaborations are always highly anticipated. Gunna has one Grammy nomination for his hit song with Lil Baby, Drip Too Hard. He's got four albums on the Billboard 200 with three of them in the top 10. And his sophomore album, Wanna, reaching number one. He's got 37 songs on the Hot 100 with one top 10. He's got one gold album, 15 gold records, and eight platinum records. Not to mention that Drip Too Hard went seven times platinum. None of Gunna's projects received better than average ratings from fans and critics, but the sheer amount of hit records he's been a part of got him on this list. He takes the number 20 spot. Number 19 is Roddy Rich. 
Roddy Rich is 21 years old and hails from Compton, California. He earned the number 19 spot with a score of 36.6. I slept hard on Roddy Rich. Honestly, most trap artists have proven to not be worth my time, and it really takes a lot for me to listen to new trap artists. So I didn't give Roddy the time of day when he first entered the scene in 2017. Um, I didn't even listen to to his debut album until months into this year, and it dropped like in December of 2019. Um, and that was my mistake. Uh, Roddy is a rapper singer who can hold a note and who uses his voice to experiment in his song, similar to Young Thug. His music is fun and exciting, and he's become one of the biggest young stars. Uh, At the age of 21, at the young age of 21, he's earned three Grammy nominations and one win for his song with Nipsey Hussle last year, Racks in the Middle. He's got two Billboard 200 albums with uh, Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial going number one. He's got 16 songs on the Hot 100 with two number one songs, one of them obviously being The Box and the other, his collab with DaBaby, Rockstar. He's got one gold album, one platinum album, eight gold records, eight platinum records, and The Box um, earned seven times platinum certification. Similarly to Gunna, his album generated only average reviews from critics and fans, which was surprising because his debut was heralded amongst the culture. But honestly, you'll see that a lot with trap artists on this list and in general, success and popularity, but rarely quality. Um, But these artists collab with each other so frequently, racking up hit songs on the Billboard 200 and gaining mainstream popularity, especially because of their connections with each other. And especially since trap artists are starting to dominate the radio. So they generate some solid success scores. And that was Roddy's bread and butter combined with a smash hit in the box. Um, He's made quite a name for himself at only 21, and he's got a promising career ahead of him. He takes the number 19 spot. Number 18 is DaBaby. DaBaby is a 28-year-old from Charlotte, North Carolina, and he is quite the enigma. He's actually been in the game releasing music since 2015, releasing 13 mixtapes, but it was 2019 when he really entered into mainstream conversation. In the span of 14 months, he released three albums, did over 50 features, made the XXL freshman class list, had high-profile features like Cash Shit on Megan Thee Stallion's Fever Project and Under the Sun on Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by Dreamville. He finished 2019 with the most entries on the Hot 100 chart. Breakthrough is an understatement for DaBaby. He did all this while rapping with the same damn flow for 90% of his music. It's so wild. Like His personality, his charisma on wax, Solid songwriting and energy had him in the forefront of everyone's minds last year. He's got two Grammy noms for Suge. He's got three albums on the Billboard 200. They're all top 10 with his albums Kirk and Blame It On Baby both going to number one. He's got 41 songs on the Hot 100 with four songs in the top 10. And his latest hit, Rockstar, went number one. He's also got a gold album, eight gold records, and eight platinum records. None of his albums got above average ratings, but with popularity and success scores around the 60th percentile, he was not missing out on a spot on this list. It honestly seems like his charm might be wearing off, but with a score of 40.4, he he takes the number 18th spot on this list. Number 17, A Boogie with the Hoodie. Um, A Boogie is 24. He hails from New York City. He earned his spot with a 2020 score of 41.3. Uh, 
this was a surprising entrant for me. Like I knew he deserved to be in contention, but I had no idea he'd been as successful as he is. He had as many hits as he does. Um, he's been working his way upwards since 2015. His debut mixtape earned him a spot on Forbes list of up and coming rappers. He signed a deal with Atlantic in 2016 and he made the XXL freshman list in 2017. Um, a boogie is one of those artists who are versatile enough to rap and hold a note. And like, I like to say hold a note because I wouldn't say artists like a boogie and Roddy rich can sing. Like, I feel like that word should be saved for a higher (laughs) level of skill, but they can sound good on wax they can hold a note. Um, his hit song Drowning, the song that introduced me to him, is a prime example of that. Uh, his music isn't completely, typically misogynistic um, like most artists, most male artists, and he's got a perspective worth hearing. He's got six albums on the Billboard 200, three of which are in the top 10, and his sophomore album Hoodie Season reached number one. Like I mentioned in the R&B list, it's really not a surprise that A lot of the number one albums a lot of these young artists have are their sophomore albums because they made a name for themselves on their their debut album. And then the excitement that people have for hearing more music from them because they did so well on their first project takes their second project to number one. It really just makes sense. Um, He's also got 30 songs on the Hot 100 chart. On top of that, he's got two gold albums, two platinum albums. 15 gold records and 13 platinum records like a boogie is good for a collab and his music it charts you know he continues the trend of the artists at the bottom of this list with no albums rated above average by critics or fans and he actually had the lowest quality score out of anyone that made this list for hip-hop um but a boogie is going to keep charting and fans will keep listening um the number 17 spot goes to a boogie with the hoodie number 16 is Saba. Saba is a 26-year-old from Chicago, Illinois. Um, Man, I really wanted him to be higher on this list, but at the same time, I understand why he isn't. Saba had been on the scene in Chicago since 2012 because he'd been releasing mixtapes, but it was his two verses on Chance's projects, Acid Rap and Coloring Book, that really gave him some more eyes on his career, especially since that was the period where Chance had the most eyes on him and being able to perform those songs on live TV performances like on Colbert's show really gives you some some recognition. Saba is an incredible rapper with incredible narrative ability through very soulful, personal and relatable music. Despite that, he's achieved no formal mainstream success Um, and had the lowest popularity score of any rapper that made the list. You know, the sheer quality of his music allowed him to jump four rappers whose careers represent the opposite. Lots of hits and chart success, but not much quality via the ratings. Saba's debut album, Bucket List Project, received good ratings from critics, and his sophomore album, Care For Me, received great ratings from fans and excellent ratings from critics. Throughout the entire series, hip-hop and R&B, only two albums earned an excellent rating, and both are by hip-hop artists in the bottom ten of this list. But Saba deserves a spot on this list for his Care For Me album alone. It's a masterful album that weaves his personal experiences into narratives that are so appealing and emotional and consumable. I don't know if Saba will ever be the type of artist that racks up massive hits because he puts out music scarcely and always with a purpose. And if this were a series that was a little less comprehensive and focused on quality alone, he'd be in the top five easily. 
But with a score of 42.9, Saba takes the number 16 spot. Coming in at number 15 is J.I.D. Jid. Jid is a 29-year-old from Atlanta, Georgia, and he locked in the number 15 spot with a score of 43.1. It was a very close race for number 15 and number 16 between Jid and Saba as only two tenths of a point separated them and it's also fitting because in my personal subjective rankings Jid and Saba came in at number one and number two I think Jid has the most potential out of anyone on this list I think he's the best rapper on this list technically he's insane his flow is crazy he can rap quickly and succinctly he can turn up he can get deep he's a solid songwriter he's on a label that will allow him creative freedom as well I think if J. Cole needed someone to pass the torch to Jid, with a little more coaching, is the perfect person. He's been making music since 2010, and he's been a part of Spillage Village since 2011. This gave him the opportunity to tour with and make music with many Dreamville artists, and he signed with Dreamville in 2017. Since then, he's made more songs with Dreamville artists that can be counted, and he increased his profile by being a part of the label, not to mention dropping two dope projects. He's got two Grammy nominations, two Billboard 200 albums, two Hot 100 songs. He's got one platinum record and five gold records. Both of his albums were rated good by critics, while his sophomore album, DiCaprio 2, was rated great by fans. His verses are always electrifying, and I'm excited to see where he goes next, as it's been almost two years of just verses. He needs a new project to remind everyone what he's really about, and what he's really about here is being the number 15 artist on this list. Number 14, Megan The Stallion. Megan The Stallion is 25 years old and hails from Houston, Texas. She receives the number 14 spot with a score of 47.4. Fun fact about Megan, she's been writing rap since she was 16. Her mom was also a rapper and told Megan she had to wait until she was 21 to pursue rap as a career. Um, she actually released her first single two months after her 21st birthday, so she kept that promise. She's also in school to get a degree in health administration. I didn't know that. Um, she's been in the game for four years and has been impressing everyone since day one, and she hasn't even released a studio album yet. She is unapologetically herself with the ability to wrap circles around most men in the game. She got the cosign from Nicki, Beyonce, Cardi, and so many others because she's the, re she's the real deal and her perspective is needed. Her flow is incredible. Her production is expertly crafted for her style. And it's about time we normalize women rapping about men the way that men have rapped about, about women for decades. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion is indeed an icon. She's got three albums on the Billboard 200 with two of them in the top 10. She's got 10 songs on the Hot 100 with her Savage remix with Beyonce and WAP with Cardi both reaching number one. She's got two gold records, four platinum records. Her Fever mixtape received good ratings from critics, great ratings from fans. Megan is one of the hottest rappers in the game right now. You know, what's been going on with this Tory Lane situation with him shooting her um, is truly terrible. And when she decides to get back to releasing music, her career is going to be bigger than ever. Megan Thee Stallion is the number 14 artist. Number 13, Honorary. This is the honorary number 13 slot is Juice World. So Juice World was a 21 year old from Chicago, Illinois. He passed away in December of last year. I wanted to consider the artists in their 20s that had recently passed away like Juice World, Mac Miller, Pop Smoke, 
But it's important to keep in mind that when an artist dies, their streams and sales shoot through the roof, their YouTube views, their followers, etc. as people want to commemorate, honor, and remember them by listening to their music. So I wanted to consider them, but I didn't want their quote-unquote inflated numbers to be to the detriment of other artists that were in contention. So what I decided to do was that every deceased artist that made the list, you know, through the score, their earned score, um, would receive an honorary ranking and another artist would make the list as well. So Juice World takes the honorary 13th ranking and Roddy Rich and Gunna, who were the 19th and 20th spots, received their spots in honor of Juice and another artist who I'll discuss next week. So Juice, he wore his heart on his sleeve and he made honest, personal music that resonated with a generation below me. I never quite got into his music when he was living, but he was a rock star. He had a cult following. He was so versatile with the ability to spit a dope freestyle and also make exposing emotional ballads. Um, He had four albums on the Billboard 200 and they all cracked the top 10 with his sophomore album, Death Race for Love, and his posthumous album, Legends Never Die, both reaching number one. He also had 49, 49 Hot 100 songs with nine of them in the top 10. He had a gold album, a platinum album, 10 gold records, and 10 platinum records. His Lucid Dream song also hit six times platinum. And as expected, Legends Never Die was a fan favorite, receiving a good rating. Gone entirely too soon, he had an incredible career ahead of him, and he likely would have reached Khaled-level popularity and success, rest in power, to Juice World, the honorary 13th ranking. Number 13 is No Name. No Name receives the official... 13th spot on this list. She's a 29 year old from Chicago, Illinois. She earned a score of 56.2. Um, and honestly, there are many similarities to the careers of Saba and No Name. No Name's career started while doing spoken word and poetry in Chicago as a teenager. She started to freestyle and rap on songs with her friends who were interested in rap, like Chance the Rapper, Saba, Mick Jenkins, and more. Similarly to Saba, she gained mainstream recognition with two verses on Chance's Project's Acid Rap and Coloring Book. She also performed with Chance on Saturday Night Live. In 2016 and 2018, she released her debut mixtape Telephone and her debut album Room 25. No Name's poetry and spoken word background is very evident in her rapping. She chooses her words carefully, and she raps with a serene, calm voice. Her experiences and struggles of being a black woman in Chicago dominate the themes of her projects, with both projects giving off a soulful vibe. Her music is nostalgic and thought-provoking, and she makes rapping seem so effortless. And I think it's because it is effortless for her. Um, Like Saba, she's achieved no formal mainstream success, but the reception of her projects was certainly enough to secure the 13th spot with a quality score in the 90th percentile. Telephone received great ratings from both critics and fans, while her debut, Room 25, received great ratings from fans and excellent ratings from critics. Besides Saba, she was the only other rapper on this list to produce an excellent rated album. Care For Me by Saba and Room 25 by No Name are the highest rating albums by any artist considered for this series. That's R&B and hip-hop. An excellent coming-of-age story Room 25 is as she entered her 25th year. 
Um, no Name has discussed retiring after one more album, and her music is currently on pause to focus on the issues in her book club. And I completely understand, but it would be a shame to lose one of the most compelling rappers of this decade. Number 13 is No Name. The number 12 artist is Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry is 25 years old from Carroll City, Florida. He earned the number 12 spot with a 2020 score of 57.8. He's been rapping since he was in sixth grade. When he was 16 in 2011, he released his first mixtape. That got noticed by Space Ghost Perp, who invited him to join his group Raider Clan. Um, He made music with them for a couple years before they disbanded in 2013, and he went on to have a successful solo career. Denzel's delivery is raw and fierce and in your face. He can rap his ass off. His albums have gotten more and more compelling with his Taboo and Zoo albums playing especially well. His Zoo album shows that he can make music for the masses while staying true to his style, while his Taboo album is extremely personal as he details trauma and the widespread effects of his life struggles on his psyche. Denzel is a complex rapper whose work is incredibly consistent but always evolving. He's got three albums on the Billboard 200 and two gold records. All five of his albums, all five, are critically acclaimed and fan favorites. He's likely one of the best artists you've never heard of, but he's an energetic young rapper dripping with talent who's transitioned into an artist in every sense of the word. Denzel Curry takes the number 12 spot. And the last spot in this episode, number 11, is Earl Sweatshirt. Earl is 26 years old. He was born in Chicago, but spent most of his life in L.A. Earl has been rapping since 2008 when he was using a different pseudonym. Tyler, the creator, discovered his music on MySpace, and Earl ended up joining Odd Future in 2009. After his debut mixtape, Earl, there was that weird three-year period where his mom sent Earl to a reform boarding school because of his odd future antics and his drug abuse at such a young age. And that time away actually caused his stock to rise even more. He was an enigma. Free Earl was all over the place. He returned in 2013 to a positive reception and universal acclaim, remaining relatively aloof and releasing albums two to three years apart. Earl always seemed to step above his odd future peers, His rapping is deep and poetic, his verses are dense, and he's an incredible writer. When he returned from his quote-unquote sabbatical, the childish mindset that Odd Future made a name on was mostly lost on Earl. His projects were more mature as he laid every anxiety and every feeling out on the table for the world to hear. When he lost his father in 2018, he bore that trauma and grief on wax. As far as success goes... He's got one Album of the Year Grammy nomination for his work on Frank's Frank Ocean's Channel Orange. And he's got four albums on the Billboard 200 with one in the top 10. It's the quality of his work that rocketed him to the number 11 spot, and rightfully so. All three of his studio albums are critically acclaimed and fan favorites. Earl is no longer associated with Odd Future and hasn't been for a while. His music isn't flashy. He chooses instead to just be artistic and raw and frank, experimenting with many different sounds. He'll likely remain a recluse for the rest of his career, but there's no doubt that he is one of the greatest lyricists of our generation. Earl Sweatshirt takes the number 11 spot. That is it um, for the 20 and 20 series this week. Congratulations to rankings number 11 through 20. Um, Next week, 
in the final episode of the 20 and 20 series. It's been a great series so far. Um, I will reveal the top 10 hip-hop artists in their 20s. I will discuss the series as a whole um, and some general stats for all 20 artists on the list. Um, That is it for the Dig Deeper segment. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. Um, Do me a favor. Follow follow the podcast on all the socials. T-O-T-B, the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, go to twitch.tv slash thinking outside the boombox. Follow, follow the stream because, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot more things that I can do with the stream um, once I get to 50 followers. So, you know, create a Twitch account, go to thinking outside the boombox on Twitch and hit the heart in the top right to follow the stream. I'm at 13 followers now. Um, 37 more and things, things could, could be turning up. Um, so yeah, thank you for tuning in. Um, Thinking Outside the Boombox can be found on all streaming services. Um, and it is your number one source for hip hop and R&B news. I will be back next week with the conclusion of the 20 and 20 series. Peace. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.